the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. Monitor's not working over there. It's 520. 520. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. What the hell? Uh, I hope I just didn't kick myself off the air. I My monitor got all crazy. Oh, look, I'm still there. Okay. I freaked out. My monitor shut down for half a second there. Uh, we're good to go. How you doing? Hi. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Hey, Cherry. Thank you for the sub, Cherry. That is six months. She said, howdy, howdy, hello, and happy Thursday, sweetie. Thank you. Uh, appreciate you. Yeah. you. Uh, Mr. Hex with the sub. God, VB. Heck yeah. Oh, man. I can, I know where this is going. Uh, Heck yeah. Not fooling me, VB. Buddy, thank you Heck for the yeah. gifted subs. VB just gave out five gifted subs. A off Virginia the Heck yeah. VV just gave five gifted subs to Mr. Hex, Hilly B, Richard Vales, Miggums, that's Miggy, and uh, Money Hunting EJ. All right, look, listen, here's the deal. <coughs> here's the deal. Not going to be a repeat of yesterday, all right? We're doing the one hype train, we're the one shot. Uh, shit, we're already at 89%. You guys are wild. And then that's it. I gotta, I gotta mow. I gotta, I got, I got shit to do. Andy Huggins is coming over later. He's spending the night. We're gonna have a sleepover party. Uh, yeah. So one shot. Now, uh, mom's spaghetti. Also, I haven't eaten again today. Daddy's trying to get sexy for the album. Uh, so let me, let me get the shot ready first. Uh oh. You guys see it being poured, kind of. Ah, uh, well, I got, wow. I got, damn, we're already a level three. Oh, you sons of bitches are trying to get nipple out of me. I know what's going on here. Total was just followed 18 minutes ago. That seems weird. Cherry, thank you for the gifted, or the resub. Vivi, thank you for the gifted sub. Alan Denson, thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. That kick off the hype train. Joel with 100 bits. I appreciate you, my friend. Cherry with another 100 bits. And then Jim with the 69. Uh, appreciate you. Also, also, ooh, oh, boy. You see, this is a raggedy bitch move. That's, that's, boy, you, 
I mean, look, <sighs> rules are rules. Chris Reyes, thank you for hosting. Uh, Total Dallas renewed timing out Virginia Buttonweed, who just gifted five subs to this channel. I can't do it. That's got to be, I mean, we got to, a mod's got to do it. I can't. <sighs> rules are rules, but I can't be okay with this. Oh, oh damn it. Now we're having a timeout war. And he burned it right off the rip, too. He couldn't wait. Hey, and this this is for you guys. Thank you for getting us into level three. We are 3% into a level three hype train. As you know, we get to five. Uh, I do shots and show titties. Nipple. Some. Maybe the third one. Maybe the mole on the side over there. Not the actual nipple. I was just rubbing my nipple a lot there. Uh, cheers, guys. I love you to death. Thank you so much for being you. Uh, and the hype train and the bits and getting me drunk and almost getting me in trouble with my wife yesterday although i did sober up enough to where she got home it was fine it was cool we didn't talk for a while on purpose but it's fine cheers thanks for making me an alcoholic and getting uh getting closer to a divorce amen i don't know why i said amen that wasn't a prayer uh <clears throat> steven the other guy said tell us how things went when Nora got home yesterday not too bad, Stevie. Not too bad, Uzi. I was kind of, she didn't get home until like 5.30. She's now back in the med center. Uh, so it takes a little longer. And I had sobered up some and enough to where I could hide it. So we, we were good. We're good. I, no no troubles. Um, I did have to go like eat right after the show, though, to kind of get a little, you know, a little better. I hope the Dallas Cowboys shit the fucking bed. What? Well, that was not okay. Why, why, why are you so aggressive? Uh, Perry asked, did I buy a car yet? Not yet, Perry. We were waiting on the bank to pay the, the car. So uh, update. Doo -doo -doo -boop 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 -boop. Let's go harder today, One Deep said. No, no. One Deep, I have so much to do. You don't understand. Weeks where I go out of town are... Oh, my weeks are already crazy. I, I mean, I owe a phone call to a potential sponsor. That I haven't talked to that I'm supposed to be talking to uh, two weeks ago. And then I'm supposed to have a meeting with another one. Uh, this, two different sponsors that I just haven't talked to. I'm costing myself money trying to get all this shit done. Um, but no, because I just got too much to do. I would love to get drunk. Trust me. And uh, yeah. Uh, I even said, bro, you really did the fade. I, you know what, though? I didn't do it. I didn't fade fade because I didn't have time. I usually would do a bald fade, but I just I just got in there and I gave it a go. I, it was the first time with the new Clippers, but yeah, I did it. I was like, what the hell? I'll give it a try. It, it could have been worse. Yeah, I know. That's the problem, Flip. I'm slipping on the one thing that matters. The one thing that matters. Uh, Cisco said my sticker and keychain came in. Dope, man. I was waiting to hear from you, Cisco. Did they make you like pay extra? Was the, was the shipping jacked up? Because I think everybody else's was fine. Which means now that you let me know, I can get them all out when I get back from uh, Arkansas this weekend. So, dopeness indeed. Ah, what a miss! I think I got everything over there. Let's do the sh let's do the uh, let's do the chat. Let's do the shout out to the chat. I decided I'm getting drunk now. Rough night morning. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Uh, what's up, Justin? Jamal? What are you? How are you, buddy? Yours was good. Okay, good. Thanks, Cisco. Um, all right, let's do the chat. If you're new to the program, chat is shout out to the chat. That does not mean uh, it is the past tense of shitted. It is not shitted. This is the shout out to the chat. I'm sorry my fingers are jacked up. The first person in the chat today, the greatest deckhead. 
in the history of the world, at least for the next two hours, was my guy, Alan Denson. He was the first in at 112. Uh, room 112 where the players dwell. And then, uh, what the fuck? What is this? What is this? Oh, uh, thank you guys for the hype train, by the way. Level three. Six gifted subs, 469 like bits. Uh, so Alan was first. Who else do I see in the chat? Jim. I see Jim. He's early. D-Mata. He said, hello, everybody. Uh, CeCe was early. We missed you yesterday, CeCe. We almost didn't do a show. But we did, and uh, we had fun. We got crazy, but we missed you, CC. But I hope you enjoyed the Astros game. What's up to my guy, Cisco? FJ is here early. Thank you, Alex Villanueva, present and accounted for. I even got in early. said, I hate the Angels and the Cardinals. They cost you money, didn't they? Damn it, you'll never learn. Sandoval, what's up, fam? Hey, Sandoval, I sent you a message on Patreon, bro. I was trying to see if you ever got connected to the Discord. I haven't seen you popped in there unless you're using a different name, but... Uh, let me know if I need to help you get that uh, taken care of. We can certainly do that. My guy Shock showed up for a show. What's up, Shock? I miss us. I miss us. Uh, Air J. Bryant is here. Jen, what's up, Jen? How are you? Thank you for being you. CC is here. I can't breathe. So hot. Are you outside, CC? Go inside. I tell you what, I cut my hair in the garage with the garage door closed because I do it in my underwear or naked. And holy Jesus, it was hot. Total Dallas is here. They're not already pissed off VB. Now they're having a timeout war. Uh, my sweet, sweet Donna is here. Perry showed up. Thank you, buddy. Uh, FJ, what's up, Keith? VB, seems like a good day for Drunk Barry. I hate you. Steven Luther is here. What's up, dog? Uh, DJ Maddie showed up. Potch. What's up, Potch? Uh, who else? Jim on Sports. What's up, family? Cherry, my sweet Cherry. What's up, girl? Uh, Alan Denson, TS Stream is here. Good. Nice. Good to see you back, man. Thanks for coming back. Um, Flip is here. AJB showed up. Who else am I missing? Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. Chris Reyes. D-Mata. Uh, Urio Villanueva. Uh, thank you for being here. D-Money. Three, hour uh, three hours today, baby. Yeah, about that. Probably not. But we got three hours on Monday, so it was like, you know, we did a three-hour show this week. We just did it on, on Monday and not today. Sorry. b Hannon is lurking. I appreciate the lurk, buddy. Thank you for that. Uh, who else? Who else? I think I got everybody. So smoking gutter. What's up, Rob? Good to see you. Uh, one deep I got. Mark G, we talked already. I think we're good. I think I said hello to everybody. Uh, A-M-A-A-A, where can we buy tickets for the album recording? Oh, Donna, I am so glad. Bitch. I'm so glad you brought that up. And by the way, if I missed your name, what's up, Jamal? If I missed you in the chat, I apologize. Learn I apologize. That was not on purpose. Um, just by accident. Now, I am so excited, you guys. Sherry, that's super smart. Uh, we got to get a mod to make that. We gotta do the a, a bang uh bang tickets. Bang tickets. Let's see. Yeah. August, what's today? August 4th? Yeah. Bang tickets. Guys, I'm so stoked. You have no idea how excited I am that this is actually there's actually um progress. Like we're so close to releasing the ticket link. In fact, um I promised the deckheads and the members of Patreon that um, when the time came to record my album, that I would do two things. They would be the first to know, uh, and they were. And then I also promised that my Patreon 
and my um well it's patreon because if you're on the discord you're on patreon but i promise that the patreon the members that support this show the ones that are you know day ones p ones they're 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 down for me um I promised that I would let them know first and give you guys early access and a coupon code. So I have done those things. We don't have it yet. We're so close. So for those of you asking in the chat, if you're a Patreon member, uh, have no fear, Chris Reyes. It's going to be posted on Patreon. Don't worry. Not just the Discord. I'm posting it on Patreon. Um, but you will have a early access link to tickets and a discount code. What? I'm so hyped about this. You guys, I, uh, I've been trying to, um, get this album recorded for years now. I talked about this when I still had a radio show. I had a record deal with 800 pound gorilla that fell through and then the pandemic and then just one thing after another. It's so good to finally get this done for a couple of reasons. One, I want to um, I want to move on with the material. Ask Walt. Walt's probably seen me more than most people in this chat. But um, yeah, I'm ready to just... And once the album drops and we got some special recorded and the dry bar comes out, it's going to be great. Uh, but I think, I think um, I get to move on from this hour of material. So I'm super duper excited about it. Getting timed out while supporting a hype train explains why all of TD's students are dumb. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I almost want to take the <laughs> fucking BB. God damn, BB won the chat and it's only 225. I, 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 I want to take it away. I think it's fun and I want you guys to use it. Use your discretion though. I mean, we had a hype train going. VB was feeling it and you timed him out in the middle of a hype train when you know VB is nice and kind and generous and gifting subs. If it happens again, if someone gets timed out in the middle of a hype train, it's going away. How about that? How about that? Uh, Total Dallas said, I don't give a fuck. Well, you're going to ruin it for everybody. It's time to shed that skin. It really is, Walt. You know what? And and uh, a couple things. And I promise we have some sports to talk about, but not a lot. Um, but I will say this. I am looking forward to writing material that is... Um, a lot more personal. I've got ideas already about growing up and my childhood and, and, and everything else. So I'm really looking forward to uh, the growth that should come after this album drops and I get rid of this material and, and can do more. Uh, I mean, I'm still, I'll probably still write some of the silly stuff, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to see how I grow as a comic after this. This may be it. I may not, I may be out of jokes. I may do this album. And then I can't write another joke and that'll be the end of my career. But at least I got the album recorded. So I'm super stoked. I'm super excited. I, I hope that everybody watching this, whether you're watching live right now in the chat, all 50 of you, I see 48, but I'm guessing there's probably a few more popping in and out. Everybody listening on Podbean, Jessica, let's go, let's go, let's go. I don't know all those letters. J-Z-Q-Z-H-Q-U-H, if that is your real name. Chris Ray, truck driver, Pookie John Dory. Those of you watching on the podcast later, Ruin. And uh, the 20 to 30 people that watch on YouTube, whoever listens and downloads the actual audio podcast later, I, one and all, 
I hope if you're in the Houston area, September 17th, you'll come to this album recording party um, or this album recording. This is besides the dry bar special. Um, this is the most important moment in my career. And I can think of nothing more than to um, share it with and celebrate it with the deckheads. So I hope you show up now. I will say, I hope everybody acts appropriately and nobody gets, you know, shit faced. I, I know, I know Fidel's not here anymore, but like, I'm hoping that you guys understand how important this is to me and don't get absolutely shit faced and ruin the evening. I know some of you like to drink a lot and have a good time. And I want you to do that, but I definitely don't want you to get so drunk that you ruin this night. I'm just putting it out there. We've got a track record, folks. We're all drinkers here. Donna said, Cece, that's my birthday. Damn it, Cece can't make it. What? Cece, breaking my heart. Don't go breaking my heart. All right, so um, we've got uh, today. Here's what we're going to do today. Here's the show today. Uh, So Donna, I hope to have the link and the discount code posted either later tonight or tomorrow on the Patreon. And if you see, here's where the payoff comes in. Some of you have been f- rocking with me. Uh, Jay Torres said, I'm not a drinker. I'm a weed smoker. Well, that's good. You know, I've never had a weed smoker act like an asshole at a comedy show. No one's ever got so high that they heckle and then cry and then vomit It's never happened in the history of weed smokers, but I will say, um, this is one of those moments where I struggle and ask Jen, ask Jen. She's in the chat. Ask Jen all the time. We talk about how do we build value for the Patreon members? You guys are the lifeblood of this show. It keeps it going. Uh, without the Patreon, Barry on deck probably does not exist. If I'm being totally honest, if every one of you quit Patreon and it went away, I probably shut down the show and go get a corporate gig. I'm not gonna lie and still do comedy at night and on the weekends and stuff and try to build that career, but this would go away. So I, I want you to know how much I appreciate you. And I want you to know that this is one of those moments where I feel like I can actually do something dope and meaningful for the Patreon members. So I'm super excited that I get to give you the link early. You're going to be the first ones to get tickets. I anticipate at least one of the two shows selling out. I'm trying to sell out both. I got a lot of people that have been waiting a long time, but you guys, I mean, my mom's not even going to have, well, she's Patreon, so she might. Okay, my dad isn't even going to have the link in the discount code first. So I just want you to know, and from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys, and that's why... I specifically worked with the club and said, I have got to have at least one code, one discount code for my deck heads. I've got to do that. So we got it done. Uh, Rob said VIP table, VIP. Yeah, bro. I hope so, man. So there's no tables. It's all chairs, but uh, the way VIP is going to work, there's like 30 VIP tickets per show. There's only two shows, September 17th, by the way. Um, and there's only two shows and, uh, there's 30 VIP tickets per show. That's not a lot, by the way. It's not a lot. The place holds 200. We're trying to sell between 150 to 180 tickets. I think we're releasing 150. 
I'm super nervous about trying to sell 150 tickets per show, 300 total. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, yeah, that's the, so there's going to be 30 VIP tickets total per show. And when they're gone, they're gone. Um, what show is Jenny going to? I have no idea. I'm not sure yet. Okay, awesome. I'm going to be in town for that. Yay! I'm glad to hear that. Hey, by the way, uh, Ivan. Bro, Ivan, thank you for the 2,000 bits? What are you, Ivan? What are you doing? He said, good to see that stone homie. I don't know what that means. That stone? Good to see that stone homie. I don't know what that means, but Ivan, but thank you so much for the 2,000 bits. Un Did you mean to do 200? I'll refund it if you made a mistake. Uh, but thank you for that, man. Very much appreciated. Very kind of you, Ivan. All right, so yes, Jenny is going. Um, Mom is, is going to be there. Dad's going to be in the house. Uh, don't forget, we need the four from the streamathon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Don't worry about that. Definitely going to have the four from the streamathon get in. They won those VIP tickets. They earned them. So there they go. Now, what's up, Rudy? Sanitize, wash hands, social, social distance. Back up. Um, oh, Ivan said, no, I, I did. And I actually want to bet. Let's go. So you mean you didn't have one team? Fuck up your parlay. I'm happy for you, buddy. Okay, so let's talk about the album. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's do the sports. Let's get to some sports. A lot of you tune in for the sports. I guess. I don't know. Let's just do it. We're going to get the sports in and then we'll talk more about the album because I want to share with you guys. I spent, uh, Ivan, thank you for the five bits, my friend. Uh, Jared, thank you for the 101 bits. I missed that. My bad. Thank you, buddy. Very kind of you. Um, I spent all night making show flyers for this because I didn't know which one. So what I'm going to do, I haven't published... I've published one and it's on the website, barryisfunny.com. You can go there and look at it and I'll show that to you. But I'm going to show you the other nine show flyers uh, that I've made. I'm, I wasn't going to release all these, but I thought, you know what? Let's have some fun today. Let me, so I'll show you all the silly, dumb uh, show flyers that I made for this. Will I use them all? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I wanted to share them with the show and the deckheads in the chat. So I'll show you that later on. But... First, let's talk these sports headlines. Breaking news. I still don't have a sounder. Do I? Oh. Okay. Okay, what the fuck? Yeah, it's not working. Do I not even have the audio in here? What the frick? Breaking news, Brittany Griner sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison. She's now doing her Stranger Things thing. Uh, boy, it's such a good show. I got like two episodes left. It's so good. Nonetheless, Griner apparently kind of expected this to happen. The judge said she was going to get credit for time served off of the nine years. She's been in there since what, February? It's now August. So she'll, hey, cool. You're only looking at eight eight years and six months or eight months. Congrats. Uh, what this does do, though, is open the door for the prisoner swap that everybody has expected to happen and occur. Uh, so, yeah. 
that's I, I think the reason they said oh she was emotionless when it happened well yeah because she kind of knows I think everybody's been telling her what's going to happen plead guilty this is going to happen once you get sentenced it's cool because then you can now come home uh, so that's that's in the works now uh, he got sunglasses ball back I don't know what that means like moms used to say what most metal ever I don't understand feel like i'm missing something oh vb wants me to talk shots no definitely not uh leave her there ivan says i mean i talked about it on the show you do the crime you should probably do the time but unfortunately she's being made into uh, out to be a political pawn and that sucks uh, also if you didn't know we talked a little bit about it yesterday the chat mentioned mentioned it but the NFL is appealing Watson's six-game suspension. Now get ready for the fireworks. Now that the NFL is officially saying that they're they're going to appeal, it's about to go down. There, because you know the NFLPA is going to go and fight, and that's going to be interesting. I think the NFLPA is is probably looking. The NFL right now and the owners are kind of playing chess, right? They're like, oh. Okay, so we did the arbitration thing. You released the little note to the public when you knew you were going to win this. So now the question becomes, they saw the outrage online, I'm sure. Now the NFL's looking around going, now's our chance, guys. Sorry, now's our chance, old billionaire white men. Now's our chance to make these people think that we give a shit about women. I mean, I know we're the NFL and we really don't, <laughs> but now's our chance to make them think we care. Even though guys, we really don't, right? I mean, are we all still, okay. We're all still, yeah. Okay. Daniel. Oh, Daniel does definitely doesn't care. Snyder over here with the cheerleaders and the, right? Okay. That's all this is, but the NFL is going to appeal, um, it's crazy because I didn't read the sentencing, by the way. I didn't read the 19-page report or whatever, but apparently she was like, well, this is a problem for the NFL. Okay, well, then why why, why give out that sentence and then make them appeal? What are you, what are you doing? Like, if you knew this was bad, according to uh, on Monday when we did our roundtable with Josh and Kyle, shout out Josh and Kyle, when, if she said this is one of the most egregious, um, you know, sexual assault or sexual misconduct cases she's ever seen. Well, then why'd you give him six games? I think she was trying to prove a point like Josh said, and now the NFL is having to do their part and they're winning. They're going to win this, by the way, not necessarily getting the suspension overturned. Don't get that twisted folks. The NFL is not going to necessarily win the appeal. What the NFL is winning is the court of public opinion. The NFL is winning People going, oh, good for them for doing the right thing and standing up for females. Oh, you know what? I I, I hope that that I hope it's genuine. But the skeptic in me, the pessimist in me, looks at this and goes, "This is strictly a PR move. They don't give one flying dolphin shit that Deshaun Watson got six. They don't care. I know one owner that doesn't care, and it's the Cleveland Browns owner." Because if the Cleveland Browns owner gave a shit, an actual, real, 
flying dolphin shit about these women, he wouldn't have negotiated a deal with Deshaun Watson that would allow him to only miss out on up to a million dollars if he was suspended for a year this year. So don't tell me that, oh, well, he cares. No, what he cares more about is winning. And part of that was getting uh, Deshaun Watson in a trade and negotiating a deal in such a manner that Deshaun Watson walks away from this rich and unscathed. So save it for me when you try to tell me they give a shit. They don't. I mean, there might be a handful of owners. What is this? Average is 15 uh, days for under one gram, but there are others. She is not alone. What? Nine years is a bit excessive. She's basically a, a POW, I think. Um, you're talking about Brittany. I, I don't know, man. I don't know what the, the Russian laws are. I don't know what the Russian rules are. Uh, What's up, Mimi? Good to see you, sweetie. Uh, Justin says she also did it in the most severe suspension for a nonviolent offense in league history. Even though Calvin Ridley got a year for gambling and Josh Gordon lost his career over the weed, that judge is, and then it just fades. Um, it's the most severe suspension for a nonviolent offense. Y- yeah. Here's the thing though. You might say it's nonviolent, but that that makes it sound like it wasn't a big deal. And while he may never have physically assaulted, and, and by physically assaulted, I mean punched, slapped, kicked, or done anything to those women, he sexually assaulted them. And while that may not be, that may be considered nonviolent, I think if you talk to the women, it's a bit different. So... It's my two cents. I think a lot of folks are trying to. I don't know. Everybody's trying to come out looking okay on this. Uh, if people cared, they would boycott the NFL. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. Nonviolent makes it sound like he didn't hurt anyone. Oh, that's a good point, Jim. That's a good way to put it. She's American. Uh, that's Brittany. We're kind of bouncing back and forth between Deshaun and Brittany here. I, I understand she's American, but if you break laws, you break laws. Let me ask you this, Flip. I, I've said this a thousand times when we talked about Brittany Griner. I'll be so glad that we cannot talk about this anymore. But let me ask you this, Flip. If uh, if Brittany Griner was a Russian basketball player, who did I use uh, last time? Let's say let's say you know she's whatever. She's Andre Karolinko, and she brings an illegal substance into this country. She gets busted. Are you going to be like, well, she's Russian. So we got to let her go. No, you're not. You're going to be like, Hey, you broke the law, Andre. Sorry. You got to spend time in jail. Even if you disagree with it, the law is the law. And she broke a law. Here's the thing flip. And this is, I know this is easy to say, but unless she was set up and it was a plant, the fact of the matter is, is she took an illegal substance into Russia knowing that it was illegal. And I guarantee you she had done it before and gotten away with it. So if anybody breaks the law in the U.S., you go to jail. Exactly, Flip. So why can't she? What's up, Tony? Uh, what's up, Sean? Not a fan of either of them. Okay. Super surprised. None of them said he sexually assaulted them. They said he made them uncomfortable. 
Mm, I think when you grab girls and make them touch your dick, that's sexual assault. When you grab girls and make them touch your butthole or you go into the, what is it? The good morning baby butthole in the air thing. Oh, I look, I, we can disagree on the amount and the length, but the fact of the matter is if that's the Russian law, if you can get up to nine years in prison for having hash, We can talk about one of these in here. Look, look, look at the, look at the, look at the bullet right here. Look at this bullet, right? Right there. Uh, Amon Shumpert was arrested in Texas at, at an airport for pot possession. It's a felony. He got a felony charge for pot possession. And when they were arresting him, he's like, so you got, am I going to make my flight? They're like, no, you're going to jail for felony pot possession. The crazy thing is... As much as I disagree with it, as much as I think it is absolutely asinine that Amon Shumpert was even arrested for pot to begin with in the United States of America, when so many states have it legal either medicinally or totally, the fact that we leave this up to each individual state and then this state, Amon Shumpert, is considered to be a criminal when he could go to, to Colorado or go to California and no one would think twice it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Flip or anyone else, the fact of the matter is, Iman Shumpert knew the law and he knew the rules and he broke it anyways. I think a lot of people think they can get away with shit like that because they get on the plane in California with weed and if it's in their bag and they expect it, they'll tell you. They don't give a shit. If you go to California, let's say you fly to LA and I, this happened when I was uh, went to Burbank for the Burbank Comedy Festival. I talked about it. I asked about it. I was like, so you're telling me I could get on this plane with six, six weed joints. I, I don't know what to say. I, I just call it that because it makes me sound old. You're telling me I get on this plane with six marijuana cigarettes and no one's going to stop me. They're like, no, because it's legal here. You're fine. No one's going to say a word to you. But as soon as you land in Houston, as soon as you land in Texas, where it is 100% illegal to possess those six marijuana cigarettes, they're going to arrest you. Or they, or they could if they know about it. That's just it. BB said, if I get a fine for a speeding ticket, I'd understand. If I got prison time, I wouldn't. I agree with that, too. I agree with that too. I don't understand people going to prison for pot. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't even take my Shigra on the planes. I don't know what that is. What the fuck is Shigra? Now I got to Google Shigra. Control C. Is that she Viagra? What does the term Shigra mean? Uh, a user from Georgia says that Shigra means guardian. Shiagra? Oh, that's what this is. Cece's out here. She's got Virginia pills. Cece's out here with... Now, Cece, I question... Oh, I didn't do the little thing. Whoosh! Whoosh! Cece, question... Are... Is Viagra pills... Do you, do you slip them in his drink? Or do you take them to, like, what is it, to make your clitoris hard? I don't understand what is that. What does it do? What is the point? What is the point? Does it, like, relax the, 
Like it's like, oh, it, it relaxes the labia. I don't know why. I don't know why you would have to what. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Vabbing? No, no, FJ Rios. No, no, <laughs> no. For the love of everything holy, no, we're not doing that again. Russia trying to get back on one of the biggest arms dealers in history. So, of course, Russia threw the book at it. Well, that's true. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. The sad part is, don't bring up, see, don't bring up Vabbing. See, I told yeah. Uh, the fact is, you're right. Now, look, I'm not denying that that Britney's not a prisoner uh, or a political pawn. But if you don't take hash into Russia, guess what they can't do? Make you a political pawn for the hash. I mean, they may figure out something else, but that's one less thing they could do or could use. That's all I'm saying. Who's crazy enough to break the law in Russia? I wouldn't even visit, but if I did, I'd be on my best behavior. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Big facts. Fact, facts. <laughs> um. Okay, I think we're good. Let's get back to the whoosh. So NFL is appealing the six-game suspension. The Cubs and Cardinals are set to play a series in London in 2023. Yeah, that's right. Baseball is going to be playing in London. What? I don't a two-game series at that. Who gives a shit? I don't know. Um, Boston Red Sox have released outfielder Jackie Bradley Jr. I mentioned earlier, Amon Shumpert was arrested at a Texas airport for pot possession. And finally, the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, has signed with a new agent. I don't know what that's about, but usually when you do that, you're either mad about money or you're mad about money. Or the situation. And maybe his agent was like, bro, I'm not doing this. Okay? I'm, I'm not doing this. You suck now. What do you want me to do, Russ? You suck. You got, I got you this big old payday. And what did you do? You, go, you went crazy, Russ. And no one wants you to do it on their team now. Now you're just a commodity. You're, a, you're a, a big contract included for a big name or you're an expiring contract. An aging vet, a veteran minimum, a buyout deal. You're, you're a commodity. Yankees and Red Sox did it in 2019. You're right, though. It's dumb. Yeah, I'm stupid. I don't understand trying to... I mean, I understand you wanting to push the game of baseball internationally, but at the same time, do that in countries where base, where they're interested in baseball, right? Doesn't make sense. Well, but we want to make them interested. You're not going to win over soccer fans in London. To be baseball fans. They're either going to be baseball fans or they're not. Rarely. Let me let me explain it this way. Let's just assume by going to a game, someone falls in love with the sport, right? There's a bloke whose name is uh Ronald. Right, yeah, Ronald. Ronald loves footy. Oh, love Man- Manchester United. I, I'm now doing like seven different uh voices. And Ronald goes to the game, he's like, oh. Crikey, I love baseball. Right, let's throw a shrimp on the barbie. I love living in London. And he's like, I'm a baseball fan now. Dope. One guy. You converted one Londonite. Londoner, London, Londonian, Londonian. 
You converted one Londinian. Let's say that they go over there and they convert a thousand Londinians. Is it worth that? Really? This doesn't seem worth it. Like, bro, I, you're better off just staying in America and trying to get the fan bases that you're missing right now. Whatever. I guess. Good job, baseball. Uh, all right, don't forget, coming up at 315, speaking of baseball, speaking of baseball, my guy, your guy, everybody's guy, Dez from Apollo Media, going to be joining me at 315 to talk about the Astros trade deadline, the big trades in Major League Baseball, how he sees things shaping out now. <coughs> Excuse me, not a COVID cough. Now that we have uh, the trade deadline passed and we know what these teams are going to look like going forward for the rest of the season, uh, we'll get caught up with him on that, and that'll occur about, <coughs> excuse me, 315. Uh, <clears throat> just looked up English MLB players, six of them, and all the pictures are black and white. The trick is to make them have kids and make them play sports. That's how you convert folks. I guess. What's four strike Yordan? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Did he get a call? Did he, uh, did something happen? Did he get a strike? I don't know. I haven't been watching baseball. I've been so, so, so busy. Uh, so consumed by this album recording. So let's discuss. Let's talk about the album for a second. So uh, September 17th, put it on your calendar. Uh, oh, last night's game, he got four strikes. Yes, yeah, I didn't. Didn't even get to watch. Didn't even get to watch. That sounded like something came up the throat. I'm going to show you guys. <clears throat> uh, what, what, what? I want to show you all the, um, the flyers are made. Now, some of these you guys are going to, I think, like and appreciate. Uh, some of them you guys are going to talk shit about. And I want you to know that if you do, uh, I will slap the mess out of you. No, I don't give a shit. Some of them are meant to be fun and funny. Uh, here's the main flyer. Oh, that's so dope. That's the main flyer. So this is the one that will be on the website. This is the one that'll be um, all over. Uh, it's already on my website, but that's the official, the official um, album recording show flyer for for uh, for the show for September seventeenth. So that's that was the one I settled on after going through all ten. That's the one right there. And um, when tickets become available again, you guys will be the first ones to know about them. But that is not the only flyer that I made last night. I made nine more. I'm going to show those to you now. Earth is happening. Sorry. Let me pull up my projects folder. I, I did it all on Canva, by the way. Love this app. It's amazing. Here we go. So I'm going to open all of these. I'm going to put them in the order that I liked them. And you guys can tell me which ones you like. I don't know that I'm going to use all of them. I'm going to use some of them for sure. Um, am I going to do these in order? Oh, what the hell? We'll just We'll just start. There's no way to like just view these, I guess, huh? Yeah, I guess not. Oh, okay, I can do that. All right, so um, 
I'll show you all these. Do you need a prop heckler in the crowd? Oh, fuck no. God, no. First of all, no comedian wants a fucking heckler. If they do, they're a, they're a moron. I don't want, no, nobody wants you to heckle. And this isn't you, One Deep. I'm just, this is such a thing. This is always a thing, right? Like, so after one of the shows in Wichita, this lady came up, she's like, sorry about my, fr-. her friend got kicked out for talking too much. She was like, sorry about my friend. You know, she's, she just has to be the center of attention. But you guys like that, right? It makes the show fun. I'm like, no, it's fucking rude. No one wants you to talk. Everybody paid for their ticket. As a comedian, it's distracting as fuck when you won't shut the fuck up. Like, I promise you, I promise, I can't even stress this enough. When you talk or yell or heckle at a comedy show, I hope your dick falls off and the entire crowd steps it on the way out. And then they find it and it has herpes and gangrene and gonorrhea on it. And they sew it back onto your body and you get it. And then you accidentally give it to your mom and your grandmother who then pass it on to their grandkids. I hope, I hope all four tires are flat when you get to your car. I just, fuck you. So no, I don't, I don't need a prop heckle. Um, Okay. Pacha's like, what I miss? <laughs> Nothing. I was just fucking around. Uh, okay. So here was my second favorite flyer. <laughs> Nora, by the way, FJ said hecklers are annoying. They're the fucking worst. It's just like, God, no one, no. If you think you're that funny, do open mic. One Deep said, I'm asking for a friend. No, it wasn't a personal attack, One Deep. But literally everyone thinks, Oh, heck, heckling's cool, right? No. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'll be real honest with you. If anyone heckles at this album recording party, oh, don't think for one second that I won't stop the show and the recording and, and not even make it fun because I'm not doing crowd work in this show. This is all about the album, the, the shit that people are going to listen to on iTunes and Google Play and hopefully Sirius X. I promise you if people get drunk and heckle or just heckle, it's not going to end well at all. And not in a funny way at all. Barry would cough less if he got a CPAP. Hey, kiss my ass, VB. All right, here we go. This was flyer number two. So I showed y'all uh, flyer number one. This was flyer number one. This was the one that I loved the most. Uh, this was the one that uh, ended up being the one. So that was it. Here is flyer number two that I created. Now, a lot of uh, my comedian friends were like, oh, you got, this is the one. You should use this as the flyer. And I was like, no, I really like the first one better. But this was going to be flat. Nora fucking, one, she hates this picture. Two, she didn't like the flyer. But she's like, I hate that picture so much. This picture is probably, God, 15 years old. Uh, I took this photo at the Mug Awards for fifteen sixty. the game, like year number one or year number two. So folks like uh, Tony the Handsome, uh, Penguin Katie's not here. Miggy, if he was here, might recognize it. 
But yeah, this, uh, you look zesty in the pick, Wallace. Thank you, buddy. Pot Bull Laminac? What? The second one is not good. I like the tape. Yeah, this is why this isn't the main one. But this might be one of them. My friend MC Lotto, who uh, I need to have on the show today, she was like, because I posted on my Facebook wall, I was like, I got 10 photos. And she was like, send them to me. I want to see all the flyers. So I sent them to her. And she was like, this is my second favorite one. She said, I like the tape the most. But this is my second favorite one. Because when I look at this flyer for an album recording, I don't know you. If I didn't know you, I'd be like, I don't know this guy, but I want to be at his album recording party because he looks like he's funny as fuck. So that was her, that was her second favorite one. Um, let's see. This was, I think, number three. I was kind of partial. Yeah, well, we'll just do this. So this was the next one. It's a little more, you know, subdued. Mimi loved it. See? What's up, beer man? Grant, good to see you, buddy. Thanks for popping in. I saw Wallace was here, too. Uh, good to see you, man. Bring back the stash. No, Mark, that was a one-time thing. The stash is not coming back. Maybe maybe for November. Uh, uh, do you still have that outfit? No, I rented that. That was a rental flip. That was a one-time rental. So this is this is flyer number three. I like the, you know, the signature on it. Um, <laughs> my friend MC Lotto said, I don't really like this picture of you. It's not bad in this flyer, but in other flyers I used it. And she was like, I don't like it. It looks like you work for CNN. I'm like, yeah, I do. Lotto, CNN, the comedy news network. She was like, okay, don't put that on your album. That was stupid. Uh, Poch, uh, can we start another train yet? No, I'm not drinking, VB. Stop it. I'm not drinking. No, I'm not doing it. All right, so that was uh, the third flyer that I made. Uh, this was the next one. You know, it was just, you know, Canva has things you can just pull. So I thought, yeah, it's kind of got a retro vibe to it. Kind of a cool look and feel. So this was just the thing. I thought, if anything else, the the... Um, you know, the colors would just at least get people's attention. So that was the next one. This one was, um, just an idea. I kind of thought it was funny because the, the, the phonograph, but so this was, so we had one, uh, was the tape. This is two. That's three. That's four. And this is five. I just thought it was funny with the old, you know. All right, number six. This one was kind of eh. What I liked is it looks like an album, and it's got the actual front of the secret group. But eh. And by the way, except the, the times are actually changing. It's no longer going to be 7, 30, 9, 30. It's going to be 7 and 9. Uh, so that was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. This is 7. Now, I, this one I did a bunch of different colors because it was like it, pretty easy to do different versions of this in different colors. Uh, but she says she still doesn't like the picture. And then there's this one. She said this one makes me look like a, a first a teacher on the first day of school. Ah, <laughs> oh, I thought that was fucking funny. She goes, I don't like the font. It looks cheesy. Uh, but she was like, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like that picture, and I don't like the font. But I was like, you know, I kind of dug this. I can see where the font isn't great, but I kind of like the the feel of this. But okay, that's fine. You know, 
Uh, then there was this one. <laughs> this is my favorite. Let me read you exactly what she said about this. She left me some of the most hilarious feedback on these photos, these pictures. Um, this is what she said. So, um, okay. Let me, let me go back. Let me read you what she wrote. Uh, here we go. Okay. So for this one, she put, this one looks really amateur acting kind of first day as a teacher. I was like, all right, Lotto, that's fine. And this one, she said that the, the dimensions are not conducive to marketing uh, sites. Okay. On this one, she said, I'm coming out. I want the world to know slash Michael Jackson album cover when he went from black to white. <laughs> I was like, God damn, Lotto. You don't, I mean... I liked it, but she said, no, this looks like one of those. I'm coming out. I want the world to know slash Michael Jackson album covers when he went from black to white. Now I dug this one for some reason. I thought this one was kind of dope. Maybe I could fix the fonts a little bit, but I just, I like the vibe on this one. Album recording, get in a, she put, this looks like you'll be playing miles brothers, smooth jams all night. (laughs) Another low quality flyer to me. What the fuck? Now we're rating them like that? I kind of dug it, but I thought that feedback was funny as shit. Nick said it looks like a jazz album. Uh, VV said she's not wrong. She's so fucking funny. Lotto is so great. It looks like you were going to T-Town on a Wednesday. What? This one? Uh, so there's that. And then there was this one. I didn't even show her this one. I just made this. And then the last one, um, I just, I don't know. Part of it was because like, if you look at this album with the secret group on it, that's what they actually have on their thing. So yeah. Um, and she didn't make a comment about that. Uh, now, she did say for the tape one, for this one, her feedback was very unique, speaks to exactly what event it is, and looks professional. So that was good to know. Um, on this one, she said, I don't know why this sings much o- Ochoa. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I have no idea what that means. Um She's uh, And then on this one, she said, very inviting. I love the fonts. I would love to see a different pick that wasn't so first day at the call center pose. <laughs> this bitch told me I looked like it was my first day at the call center. Fuck you, Lotto. She's like, I would like a better pick if this wasn't first day at the call center pose. You're a comedian, not a CNN worker. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny to me. Fuck you, Lotto. Oh, God, it's hilarious. And then she went on to say, hey, Barry, how did you get into sports broadcasting? But she spelled it B-E-R-R-Y. At which point I was like, bitch, I should block you. I should, I said, I'm going to block you for spelling it B-E-R-R-Y. She was like, oh shit, I sure did. I'm like, and it's right there. We're fucking on Facebook Messenger. It's literally at the top of this box. 
too funny. So that was the feedback I got from my comedy friends, MC Lotto, and a lot of others. I want in on that. In on what? All Smiles Dental? I know. I was thinking about getting a sponsor for the comedy show, but I don't want like all kind of shit in the videos. Looks like you just stepped on a Lego, but you're trying to smile. Bitch, that's my natural smile. Got a shot of you on stage with cursive one. That's the winner. Um, I mean, I have shots of me on stage, but that's what I didn't want. I didn't want a picture. Comedian with microphone. Everybody does that. I didn't want that. Um, Barry looks like the doll they give kids in court to point out where they're touched. Show you on the doll where I touched your mom's butthole. Uh, did I see you wanted to me to bring back the stash? The stash is not coming back. I saw somebody say, "How much for? How many bits to bring back the stash?" No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, it looks like a dentist commercial. <laughs> Do we still term this albums? Yeah, that was what one of my uh, comedy friends said when I showed him this one. My son, Tran, who's been on the show, he was like, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, Barry, but you say album recording, and on the flyer, it's a tape. You dumb bitch. Do you not know what the definition of an album is? It's not a record. I didn't say record recording. A record is the... is the, This is a fucking record. Hold on. This... Which one was it? This is a record. That's not it. I gotta put it back on the screen. That is a record. An album is a collection of things. So yeah, it's a collection of jokes. It's an album. Rob. If that is your real name. Yeah, it's actually like if you look up the very definition of album. <sighs> album definition. Because I thought about that. I thought about that. There you go. Right there. An album is a collection of recordings issued as a single item on a CD, a record, or another medium. Yeah. There you go. So yes, it is an album or recording. Um... What did VB say? Thousand. Wait, wait, wait. Posh said 10,000 bits for the stash. No. No. Like, it's not a photo record. It's a photo album. Yeah. Thank you, Cherry. Very much. Thank you. It's an album. This is a comedy album. Like, you have a comedy album on iTunes. You can have a comedy album on tape. I used to listen to albums. I had the Eddie Murphy Raw album on record. Jay Cross said, per Adam Schefter, the NFL teams were just notified that former New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey is Commissioner Goodell's designee, designee, excuse me, to hear the appeal of the disciplinary action. I need sources, Jay Cross. I need sources. Per Schefter. Let me look. Twitter Adam Schefter. Let's see. Good job. Good, good job, Jay Cross. Jay Cross knows don't come into this. This I'm a cross check and verify. I'm like the flight attendant on facts in the chat. 
Flight attendants, cross-check and verify. Sir, can you pull up your fact seat? We're ready for takeoff. Slide your fact tray table up as well. Uh, there it is. NFL teams were just notified that former Attorney General Peter Harvey is Commissioner Goodell's de- designee to hear the appeal of the disciplinary decisions involving Deshaun Watson per sources. It's going to get ugly. Get ready for a lawsuit. BB, thank you for the one bit, buddy. Much appreciated. It says, this is unfair. Deshaun literally signs footballs for the military after practice. That's so funny. Somebody said that. Are you going to have an actual album pressed, Barry? Because I would buy one, a cassette too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. I'll be honest with you, uh, Demona. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I mean, the goal, if I'm being honest, the goal is twofold. One, to get a ton of pre-sales on iTunes so that when the album drops and is officially released, those sales rack up and it becomes the number one comedy album on iTunes. So we're going to try to game the system a little bit. Uh, number two, I'll probably, you know, have some CDs made or I don't know, but I'm expecting a lot of people to buy it and download it to listen. Um, and then the other, the other thing is I really want to get these tracks over to Sirius XM to try to get into rotation on the comedy channels on the satellite radio, which would be, um, what is it? Raw dog, uh, laughs USA. There's a, there's like five or six comedy channels and the goal is to get these jokes on there so that they get played, they get spun and your boy gets some exposure. So that's the real, uh, what they need to notify all teams. Only two of them care. About Watson? I mean, yeah, the owners care. Posh said no one buys CDs. You either go digital or have an album pressed. That's the question, though, Potch. If I do go digital, because um, I feel like if I have an album pressed, it's a very unique niche, right? Like, it's a very small niche of people that play albums. And I don't want to like, you know, I, when I featured for Chris Porter, he had albums and it was dope. It was cool. But we sitting on albums for fucking years. So I feel like, you know, if I put it on a CD or if I put it on a, what's it called? A, a thumb drive. I don't know. BB said, I buy CDs. Well, that's all I needed to know. You're right. Punch. Just the old people buying out, buying CDs. God damn it. God damn it. VB's out here buying CDs. That's VB's got eight tracks. He's like, oh, are you going to sell your comedy album on eight track? So I don't know if I'm going to have a record pressed or not. By the way, you guys keep saying album pressed. The album is the comedy album. It can be pressed on many different forms. Vinyl being one of them. I don't even know if they still make CDs. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know 100% what, what, the, com- what the album is going to be on. I just know you're going to be able to download it from iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. You can buy it, listen to it, and then hopefully, you know, it takes off from there and gets some run. All right, folks, it is time. One of my favorite segments of the week. I tell you, we have a couple of recurring guests on this show, and we're lucky enough that, one, they're good people. Two, they're good listens. Why else would I book them, right? Why else would we do this? So it is time. It is Thursday. It is 3.15. And that means it is time once again uh, for us to be joined by my guy, my buddy, my pal, Apollo Dez from Apollo Media, talking all things Astros and baseball. Dez, what's up, homie? 
I'm good, brother man. How are you? I am good, man. Uh, I can't even imagine how busy you guys are. I'm, I'm, you know, I run the gamut of sports. Plus, let's be real. There's a lot of bullshit on this show. We don't, we have fun. But you guys, man, you, you're, you're, you're much more serious media folk. You guys had to be like in a bunker all week with the trade deadline in MLB, huh? Yeah, it's been, uh, I don't know what sleep is. Um, I'm just a zombie right now. But it was good. It was a great. It was a great deadline. Um, not historic, other than you know Soto being moved. But all in all, it was it was fun. It was a lot of good content. And uh, man, I can't wait for October now. Uh, okay, so let's start from the beginning because it is all of baseball, and you, you know I, I know that you guys uh, do a lot. So you're Apollo Houston. You cover the Astros, but bro, you know your shit on everything. It's part of the reason why I was so excited to get you to do this show with me because I can talk. MLB in general with you, who won the, the trade deadline of 2022, in your opinion? Uh, I think two teams. Uh, I think San Diego, for sure. Uh, whenever you get a world-class talent like Juan Soto, um, you win. It's oh, just, and Bell and was just throw it. And Josh Bell was just a kicker, right? Ah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Wow. And yeah, they gave up a lot for sure, but that's future them problems. That's that's how I operate life. Future me will figure it out. Yeah. Um, I'm still I'm still kicking, so you know it works. And then uh, sneaky a sneaky good team, the Twins. The Twins shored up a lot of pitching. Um, they're in a division that just fell asleep, like no one else made moves. Uh, I mean, we saw the video of Larusa falling asleep in the dugout, right? I mean, they fell asleep in the front so office funny. as well. Yeah. So the Twins, I thought, had a sneaky good um, uh, deadline, but, you know, it, it relies on Buxton and Correa staying healthy over there. Yeah, and that, that last part is, as you know, uh, that's a roll of the dice, so relying on Correa to stay healthy, especially when it's not in the contract year. Uh, now, I like I like the moves that the Yankees had. I was talking to uh, Danielle Freak. He's a guy on uh, Twitch here. He's a Twitch streamer. And he said he liked what the Reds got in return for their trades. He says he felt like the Reds did a lot. I, I said, look, I get that, homie. I know you got to pick somebody, you know, obscure and different, and, and this dude knows his stuff. But my thing is, how do you judge what a, what a team gets in return uh, at trade deadline, right? Especially when it's prospects, unless they're getting a major league guy. Or, for example, the Astros got Jordan Alvarez uh, for Josh Fields back, what, 2016? The anniversary was just a couple of days ago. And everyone, I mean, it didn't really, everyone was like, oh, I can't believe we lost Fields. Like that was the yeah. that was the thing that was the thought process. In fact, there's a guy who tweeted out, "This just proves this just proves that Jeff Luno is just a a rebuild GM and doesn't know what he's doing because he traded Josh Fields and got back some your your Dan Alvarez. I don't know this stuff. Like, bro, what? It's hard to judge. Yeah, it's hard. It really is. Um, but I think if you have an organization that has a clear mindset. Uh, and, and game plan and war plan um, just to sell the fan base, right? We, we, we went through it. I mean, they're like, hey, we're going to suck. We're going to lose a lot of games for the foreseeable future. But trust us, we have a plan, and we're going to go to work. Um, I think there's a lot of teams and uh, across the league. I think sellers lost this deadline. Sellers had – it was a seller's market. They had a lot of leverage. There was a lot of things mm. going on with – they were asking high prices for people, and they should, right? If the if it's a seller's market, put it out there. But when it came to the actual deadline, they didn't get off that, and we saw it. The Rockies didn't do anything. The Cubs held on to Contreras and Hap. 
We saw a lot of names on the board that didn't go anywhere. And for what? A compensation pick? Um, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, you have the Angels who mm. have two of the greatest talents we'll ever see in the in our lifetime. And they, they're, they're not going to be able to move them. Or, or they're afraid to move them. But they also shed, you know, 20-something million on payroll. They did made all these different moves. And it makes zero sense other than saving money for billionaires' pockets. And so when you don't have a mindset like that and you just fancy, hey, an owner is saving themselves money, why are you even going to games? So I think sellers lost big time. Uh, and the teams that did make moves, I think the Nats made, obviously made moves for their future. The Reds, um, very few other. Baltimore made some moves, uh, obviously, with the Mancini trade, you know, an expiring deal. He'll probably come back. Uh, but, look, you've got to have a future and you've got to sell a vision to your fan base. Uh, I totally agree. And, you know, speaking of mixed messages and, and not really having a plan, I think that was kind of what, to me, Baltimore and Boston look like. Like, they've... You know, they're moving big names, but then they're bringing in names. Like, Boston moves Vasquez and then brings in Tommy Pham. Like, what are you doing? Vasquez was a big clubhouse guy. The same is true for Baltimore and Mancini. And then they make moves and bring in guys. Like, I feel like some of these cats just make moves to make moves. I don't know what the long-term thought process is in places like that. Yeah, Boston was weird. Uh, I think we saw it from Xander Bogart saying, like, hey, this – this was like a white flag move. And when you have your shortstop and leader of a team to say that, it's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, Baltimore, I'll give them more wiggle room. That just made me my Asha bias because, you know, Elias and, and the other guys, Sig and all the Lunau boys are over there now. Um, I think getting rid of an asset that is going to be a free agent next year and just get something and, you know, maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't um, is one thing. But I think what he said after Mike Elias said, like, hey, this is a launch pad for the future. We are going up from here. So you're at least selling something where Boston fans are just like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Super awkward to see Christian Vasquez on the, in, in front of the dugout doing interviews with reporters yeah. and get pulled because he's oh like, my God. Oh, that was can just, we, I felt bad for that. Huh? It was awkward. Yeah. Can we talk about that? That was yeah. awkward. That was weird. Weird. Like it he was... just found out and, and then you're putting a camera in his face. How does it feel? Like it doesn't feel good. He's been there for 10 years. Like, and then obviously everyone on Twitter then runs with it. They're like, oh, he doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to be here. I'm like, y'all, they're human. Imagine being someone for 10 years and then they're like, hey, by the way, go, you have to go work for the other company in another city. Like, thanks for everything. Like, how are you going to operate as a human? He's going to be fine. He's going to like playing for the Astros, but let the guy be human for at least 10 seconds. Preach. Amen. And, and the, a part of that to blame is guys like Mark Berman who have to get the scoop. And so they're right in his face with a microphone and a camera going, well, how do you feel to be an Astro? And he's kind of probably just found out or found out at that moment when asked. And he's like, wait, I'm an Astro now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he, he couldn't have known for more than two to five minutes max. And if someone came up to you and did that, you'd probably react the same way. I felt terrible for the guy. It showed on yeah, his face, like that, if- you know, how, how distraught he was. Yeah. It'd be like if someone came in and, your employer would be like, hey, by the way, you're moving to New Hampshire. Uh, thanks for everything you've done. Uh, you're going right now. Yeah, right like, now. Like, how, how can I process that? How can I process that as a human being? And yeah. then, you know, and then we treat them on, on social media that way. I was like, 
it, it's I hate I hate when that happens. I really to do. totally agree. Uh, and it was, you know, but that's the media. They're going to do that. I say they, we, uh, Alex Villanueva had a question in chat. He said, Des, do you, um, do you leave Yuli at number two and Mancini at seven when Mancini and left field when playing at mid Bay park? How do you Des? you know, just to recap for those that maybe tuned in and didn't know, uh, Astros made some moves at the deadline. They go out and get Christian Vasquez as a backup to Maldonado. Uh, I think a hundred percent. Some people are saying, Oh no, he's going to take over the starting role. I'm like, I don't see it. That chemistry in that clubhouse is too tight with Maldonado. I think it would be a detriment to this team if Maldonado is not the everyday starter uh, at catcher. But I could be wrong. You might know better than me. And the Astros also get Trey Mancini uh, insurance for Michael Brantley and kind of Yuli too because he can play first. Vasquez can play first. Uh, Mancini can play some first. Uh, and then who was the pitcher they got? They, um, oh, Will Smith. They get a trade, Jacob yeah. Rizzi for Will Smith. Academy Award winner, Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith, yeah. He's got a, he's got a great of, slap. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> and I like the move, actually. I said when, when they got Mancini, when they got Vasquez, I said, I still think they should get an arm. I, it doesn't have to be a closer, and it doesn't have to be a, a front-line rotation guy. What I would like to see is get a good, a good good arm in that bullpen that extends the depth more in case somebody gets in trouble in the playoffs and the fact that they went out and got a lefty to do that was even better. Your thoughts on what the Astros did at the trade deadline, part one. Part two, when you're done with that, what do you see the lineup going forward? How do you see it shaping up? Yeah, I, I think the Astros had a plan, and they stuck to it in short of positions. I think uh, Bell was there. I think Walker was there. I think most teams probably asked for Hunter Brown, and we're not going to get rid of uh, a number one dude for a rental. That's just a cold hard truth. Um, the other side of it, I think, Getting Vasquez was an insurance policy. He's in his own right. He's a he's a he's a damn good catcher. Uh, he's gonna be able to spell Maldi. Uh, Corey Lee got to come up, learn. Uh, but if Maldi went down, you don't want to go into playoffs with a rookie. That's just the and hard Castro. truth of it all. Now you have a veteran. <laughs> yeah, you have a veteran. You have a veteran now that's been in October. He's had success in October, and and he's there to give him a spell. And I think that's great. Um, and if he's he gets hot, he may be your starter. Who who knows? Uh, the other side, Mancini being able to be a Yuli and a Brantley insurance policy is huge. Um, obviously, we saw it yesterday with the Crawford Fox Merchant. Uh, his swing's perfect for that. He's going to hit a lot of home runs here in this short time. Um, that's awesome. I think it was great. And then the Will Smith one, uh, a little weird. I think the Astros can fix him. They've, they've shown that they could fix pitchers. Obviously, he was nails in, in October for the Braves last year. Um, and it was, I think it was a business decision. Look. Odo Rizzi was great. I was a big Odo guy. I got a lot of hate on Twitter, but he was a fifth starter. He went in eight innings. He wasn't Justin Verlander. You had to see it in the scope of what reality is. But that $13.5 million option next year, that's a lot of money, right? So you got out of that for next year. You thank him. Hey, thanks for everything you've done. You get this other guy coming in. Obviously, it's a little bit more on the books this year, but nothing on the books next year. Uh, and and you get a lefty in the pin. And not only did you get a lefty in the pin, but you got a lefty and a, and a bullpen guy who has not just playoff experience, World Series experience, and being an integral part of a World Series championship team. You can't say enough of that or for that when it comes to these playoffs. And I get it. The Astros have a lot of that up and down this lineup. But when you throw a guy like that in the back of that, in the bullpen out there to talk to these other guys who are better than him. And he can be their mental coach. That means a lot. I mean, I think it really does. Yeah. yeah. And he's not I, your closer. Look, he was a closer yeah. struggling for Atlanta. And we've seen it in the past. Once closers kind of get that yips or, or that bugaboo, it gets bad quick. And we saw that. 
Yeah. He doesn't have to be that guy here. He can no. just come in. It may be the fifth inning. Maybe the seventh. Maybe the sixth. We know at the end of the day, it's Brian Presley, it's Montero, it's Stanek, it's those guys on the back end. But having a Will Smith, like you said, a guy with October experience, there's going to be times in October when the sixth inning's a safe situation on paper. Hey, amen. Let's throw Will Smith. Amen. Which is exactly you know I mean? why I wanted to see him add one more quality arm to the middle of that bullpen. So good for them. So to the question specifically with Alex Villanueva said, do you leave Yuli at two? Uh, and Mancini at seven with Mancini and left uh, when playing at Minute Maid. What do you do with this lineup? How do you how do you see it shaping up? Yeah, Yuli's starting to turn the corner a little bit. Um, I think he's protected that too. Um, down at the bottom of the lineup, you can kind of just pitch around him. He was pressing. Uh, now with Yordan behind him, he's going to get fastballs. And we can see Yuli can still hit a fastball. So I think that's good right now. Mancini and left, it pairs well. Um, hey, you also have this Diaz fellow who's on the bench hitting like 700 in the last two weeks. That's just smoking the ball. You can play anywhere as well. So you get really creative. You can do a death lineup with Jordan at DH, Mancini at first. If, if Yuli needs a day off, Diaz and left. Or you can get really creative with these guys. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I really do. And, and you have a, an experienced bench now during the playoffs where you're not charting out a, a J.J. Medicevic or um, at the time a Jose Siri before he got traded. You know, those guys with inexperience, you're getting guys that have a lot of at-bats in Major League Baseball coming off the bench. And Shoot, if Michael Brantley comes back for October and he mm. can't start, but he's a bench bat, come on. You imagine Michael Brantley as your pinch hitter, your first option yeah. off the bench in a tight playoff game or a World Series game? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. And that's why I love the, the Christian that. Vasquez move, too. Is if it's And I used this example yesterday and, and earlier when the deadline passed, but you know, if it's eighth inning, uh, you're down a run, runner on second, one out, and Maldonado's at the plate. You feel a lot better if you can throw Christian Vasquez out there to pinch hit and not lose an extra position player or have to do double switches or any of that. You just put him out. You got a much better bat at the plate, and he can slide right into that position, and you save uh, you know, uh, another player if you go into extra innings. So I, I like the move. I've, I love the depth that they added. Sometimes you don't have to make big splashes to get better, and I think they definitely got better at the deadline. You agree? Oh, 100%. I think a big thing a lot of people aren't factoring in, and I'll, I'll put some tweets out about it, but this team and core has logged a lot of innings in October, right? They've, they've seen everything. They've been in every hostile situation, but they're human. That's a lot of innings. That's a lot more games they haven't expected. That that takes a toll. I think in August and September, we're going to see a lot of different lineups. We're going to have a lot of people out. That's a good thing because we're going to get those fresh legs come October, and that's what you need. We see, a, we see it every year, teams that are the, the team to beat, the team to beat. And then they get, get play against a team that's hot, and they look like they're waterlogged, right? They look like they're just running in sludge. They're tired. The arms are tired. It's a grind. It's, you need a lot of luck. You need a, a, a lot of things to bounce your way. It's always not the best team. Evidently, look, in 2019 with the Houston Astros. But if you can keep these guys fresh, I think that's a huge thing that people aren't talking about right now. 100% agree 100% dude this was dope man thank you for taking the time anything that you wanted to discuss or cover that I maybe missed and didn't ask you about I don't want to occupy all your time um, but did we did we get it all did we get it all in did we cover everything yeah I think so and also shout out to the uh, front office and R&D department over the oh. last two years James Click who everyone thought was kind of a jag and maybe was a part of the machine in t Tampa and not the guy he just spun Jose Siri Miles Straw <laughs> All these different fringe fourth outfielders, different guys for legitimate pieces. Uh, a Toro, we you know we have a Montero now. We had a Graveman now. We have a Mancini now. We without giving any of our core that we don't have because of the alleged scandal and the repercussions of that. 
we now have a prospect and pool of players that are coming back, and we haven't given thing, anything away. And so I think that's that's really damn good. Amen. Really damn good job by them. Amen. Speaking of damn good, ApolloHOU.com. Damn good uh, guys here in Houston that do a fantastic job of not just covering baseball. You guys cover football. You cover the gamut. You cover sports locally, nationally. What do you, you guys got anything big coming up that we need to know about? Um, nothing on the top of my head right now. Uh, some big things in the pipeline. I'll touch base uh, next week, hopefully. But yeah, just grinding, just grinding and head down. It's, it's go time. It's, That's uh, it, buddy. It's the right uh, October. I appreciate you. Y'all follow him at Apollo Des one on Twitter, homie. Uh, thanks so much, man. I'll talk to you next week. Thank bro. It's Apollo Des from Apollo media, Apollo HOU.com. Check them out. That's my guy. Always good to talk to Dez. Uh, Dez is the shit. Dez is the shit. Does a great job. Um, really running a media company. And they do, dude, uh, you want to see something crazy. One of their guys at Apollo Media predicted Mancini and Vasquez. Uh, it, it, it was insane. I retweeted it because I was like, what? And that's all a bunch of people saw that and were like, holy shit pretty wild and it was it was mike thank you for the sub buddy what the fuck bb has lost his mind holy shit look at all andy for comedy oh Oh my God. Oh my God. Heck yeah. Phoebe, you are a, a you are insane, dude. Phoebe, Heck are you yeah. trying to get me drunk, you raggedy bitch? You are trying to get me drunk. Heck yeah. I would say I hate you, but I love you. I love Heck yeah. Um Fuck. That is insane, Phoebe. Yeah. You guys, VB just gifted 10 Heck subs. Yeah. 10, count them. Here's all the people that got this. So where'd they go? Good Lord, VB, you are insane, my friend. Uh, Where the fuck did they all go? Here we go. Mike Cheb, 5678, cha-cha-cha. Uh, Pinky Pancho Villa, June June, 1510, Andy for Comedy, Trisket, Obi-Wan Cannoli. God, these are some good names. Uh, Irish Chin, Butter K2. And Dance Girl 1212 VB Homie. Oh my god, we're at level four. What the fuck? You raggedy bitch. Uh Mark, thank you for the two gifted subs. Riley Jar and Mr. Extreme X just got two subs. Thanks to you. And then five. I hate you. Punch. Thank you for the Joel, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Ivan with the 100 bits. Oh, you motherfuckers. Rob, thank you for the 100 bits. We're 46% into a level four. Uh, Mimi, thank you for the 300 bits. Mark said, I love this shit. You guys, you're trying to destroy my life. KB Holmes, thank you for the 300 bits, you raggedy bitch. Oh, now it says 60%. Is that in or left? 
Now it says 64. Okay, it's so hot. Feels too much. Damn it, Jen, I expected better from you. Thank you for the 100 bits, Jen. I feel like I should just probably I just get the shot ready, right? Because you guys, you guys, can't let me live my life, can you? You just can't let me be a responsible adult. You just, fuck. Ivan, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. I appreciate you. You is kind. All right. Uh, Mark said, if we complete the hype train, I'll get stoned and top off being drunk. I mean, there's that. I'm on vacation. I need nipple. Bro, you're with your wife. Fuck, and I got to play the... a goddamn level five hype train when I see one. Jared, thank you for the 300 bits, buddy. Perry, raggedy bitch, thank you for the 100 bits. This, this is so tight in my head. Look how skinny it makes me look with these. With these, these help. Mimi said she's old. Mimi, your wife is not God damn it, Ivan. hate you so much we are in level five six percent into level five shit if i let me tell you something if i get divorced uh gotta get a liver transplant miss my comedy shows i'm blaming you guys and this oh, i'm blaming this fireball first but this God blessed hype train. Shut up, Ivan. <sighs> Perry said no titties, Truman. Hey, listen, rules are rules. All right, Perry, rules are rules. So you get up close. Guys. <sighs> I want to tell you I don't love you. That's a lie. Thank you so much. I, I thank, thank you for this time train. Thank, fuck, thank you for getting me drunk. Cheers. I love you. God damn it. I'm sorry, Nora and Andy. Now we be sitting in one bit. Uh, Dave said, I know a liver transplant coordinator. I got you. Oh, that burned. Oh. Jerry, thank you for the 45 bits, sweetie. <sighs> Ivan! Uh, Heck yeah. oh, no, I'm sorry, Jim on sports. Thank you for the 69. I like Mimi! 93%! Oh, we're 7% away from nipple Heck time. Yeah. Holy shit! Mimi, thank you for the five gifted subs to Heck yeah. Sheila Michaela. Canes for life. Heck yeah. M Kiwi Ignasi and friends call me Santi. Thank you for that. DB, thank you for the one bit, buddy. 90. Shit, DJ Maddie, thank you for the under bits. I'm just counting down to the nipple time. I'm gonna get kicked off of Twitch. It's <laughs> he said I'm trying to get us there. Heck okay. yeah! Okay, I just want I want all of you to know. 
Jared, thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. Potch, thank you for the 100 bits. Mark G, thank you for the gifted sub. You braggity bitches, 100. Hundred thirteen percent. Just, just, just remember. I feel like I need to play some, some sexy music for this. Just remember, uh, you you guys did this to your. I thought I had sexy music. Uh, do I not? You know, you can't just show nipple. You kind of gotta hold on. Let's go in here. Audio starting soon. Music. Oh yeah. Oh. Daddy like it. less of a man right now actually <laughs> Jerry said actually the music makes this really uncomfortable for me what Jerry Jen said slams laptop closed and types resignation letter oh oh no Jen you gonna, you gonna look at this nipple you gonna look at this damn nipple you gonna look at it that mole, I need to get that mole checked out. That mole is not good at all. Look at it. See, I could do like that. You guys would be like, oh, that's a nipple. Nope, surprise. That's a mole. I gotta get that checked out. That's not good. Parents, what did I come back to? Oh, I don't know. Maybe uh level five, 125% of hype train. Where VB and some of the deckheads got in cahoots. One to get me drunk. Two to see my titties. 17 subs, 2,484 bits. You guys are beasts. Thank you so much. I actually wonder whose nipples are smaller, mine or berries. Oh, we can have a nipple off. Listen, I don't know. Like, I don't know inches wise how big they are. I don't know. That's not very big though. I mean, they're not even like a penny really. Like that's, that's tiny. I got to measure them. I got to measure them. Yeah, we'll do a nipple off. Nipple roast? Uzi wants to roast my nipples. Yeah, I don't have... I don't... Uh, excuse me. Barry, your show at nipple not filming a porn on a boat. You don't like my music? to call your nipples fleshy love bumps i don't could you imagine if that's what we called them be like say girl so anyways we were doing it and then she put her fleshy love bump in my mouth 
<laughs> Amos said, stop Deshaun. Uh, I think you need to write VB's name on your body. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not. No, no, no. I'd rather bring back the porn stash. Then and no VB, you stop it. That's the music for that one flyer. <laughs> Walt. Walt, that is so true. Holy fuck, that's hilarious, Walt. That is absolutely hilarious. Now that's now that's what I don't call music enters chat. Bitch, what? How do you not like that music? You guys. How do you not like this? Say girl. to loop uh just stay on the whole big guy we're getting all warmed up for you what play it for your wife and tell us how long she laughed excuse me bro do you know how many panties just dropped by doing that are you kidding me are you kidding me do you know how moist these dudes are sexy call center on hold music no there's that one that's where it's like uh hold music for a sex hotline there's that what's the on on hold music there's one that's like uh best on hold music it's it's that's not on hold music it's the claps y'all know what i'm talking about like you call places they all use the same on hold um popular on hold music with claps let's see is this it trying to find it That's it! I wonder if this is copyright protected. I know you bitches have heard this. Can y'all hear that? I know y'all know this. Everybody's been on hold of this shit. Has anybody ever been on hold to this music and started rapping? Be like, bitch, if you don't pick up this phone, I'ma come through here and knock you straight in the dick. Bitch, if you don't pick up this phone, been sitting here waiting and damn it, I'm getting sick. Bitch, if you don't pick up this phone, you done left me on hold and I'm sick of this shit. Bitch, if you don't pick up this phone, start playing with my dick. Okay. That's 
My job has that shit. Stop, <laughs> Alex says. Alex, is this the on hold? This is jamming though. Yeah, that's what I. I always wanted to do that. I always think it. I thought it would be a funny bit if you did covers of on hold music, and you like played this, but you put some words to it. Bits if you don't pick up this phone. That's a that's a good ass. Like I need to make that like the break music. VB said, why is Barry so sober? Uh, bitch, you think I just showed nipple and rapped and I'm stone cold sober? VB, you don't know me very well. If I'm doing sexy songs and rapping, <laughs> trust me, daddy's not sober. This is not a sober man's activity. I don't do that. I mean, I'm not shit faced, but I'm definitely looser. Go boom, boom. Go boom, boom. Uh, I'm stealing this idea, right? It's a good idea. Cover music, right? Cover bands that cover on hold music. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. BB, oh shit. Heck no. yeah. No, you just wasted five gifted subs. Heck yeah. BB, thank you for the gifted subs, buddy. The, the, Heck the yeah. what is this? The P Breed Love Hit Star Brian. Uh, no, Heck Nick yeah. Meister got one. Nice. KB Holmes got one as well. And David. Thank you. VB is a goddamn animal. Yeah, he is. He, he wants me to do a shot. He wants to ruin my life. I'm just counting. I'm like 347. Please, for the love of God, 355, get here. KB Holmes said, thank you, VB. You're awesome. He is awesome. Uh, he's also an enabler. VB is an enabler who's trying to listen. This is against my better judgment and I'm only going to do half. This is, this is, this is bad VB. This is bad young man, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Uh, because I mean, why not? There's no show tomorrow, by the way. No third hour today. Uh, fucking Jared, thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. No show tomorrow. Uh, no third hour today. Daddy's going to go mow the lawn drunk and weedy in the heat. Drunk, thank you. Or at least not sober. Uh, but I appreciate you guys. Man, I, fun week. Thanks for allowing me to kind of shoot the shit for the last day or two. You know, show prep has been a little difficult. Getting uh getting the album stuff ready, but I'm super excited. By the way, if you're a Patreon member, remember, Patreon folk, don't forget to check tonight and tomorrow. Uh, I will have the link to the tickets. You will literally be the first people that are going to get tickets, and you will be the only people that get a discount code, at least for now. I mean, I might give it later, but you'll have your own discount code, I promise. There was show prep. I mean, look, I had videos. You guys want to see a dope-ass video while we do this? I'm gonna do this shot. This is a, this is a hype video. By the way, I needed somebody to explain to me what the fuck a gray man is. But I wanted to watch this hype video with you guys. I didn't watch all this, so uh, we're gonna watch it together. But I'm gonna do this shot first. Cheers, I love you. Thank you, deckheads. Thank you, VB. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, everybody. I love you. Thank you for contributing to the delinquency of a fat elder. Okay, no more shots, VB. No, 
That's it. As your weatherman, I advise you against working outside. I mean, I got to get it done. Nora's going to, as my wife, Nora's like, you need to get the fucking yard done. Now, this is a hype video that I found. Uh, do a show tomorrow. Just have Andy hold the camera. Definitely not doing that, Steven. Andy takes like six naps. VB said take off the bra. Bitch, I don't have no bra. I need to fix this, by the way. This, this is too high. This is too high. It probably should be closer, too. I ain't wearing no bra, ho. All right, here we go. Check out this hype video. This for too for long, humanity has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that ignore nature. Can you guys hear that? Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. Can you guys hear that? Did you Did you guys hear what she said, by the way? Wait until after six. TD, look in the mirror to see a gray man. Oh, wow. I even thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. So could you guys hear the audio? I want to make sure you can hear this uh, before we get into this. I don't want you to, I don't want you to miss. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Check this out. Here we go. This For is, too long, humanity this, has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that ignore nature. Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. This was like the beginning of a video. Game. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint. Okay. Designing to protect and enhance nature. The line will be home to 9 million residents and will be built with a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. And we are designing it to provide a healthier, more sustainable quality of life. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions. Residents have access to all their daily needs within five minute walk neighborhoods. Oh, and the I line's infrastructure makes it possible to travel end to end in 20 minutes with no need for cars, resulting in zero carbon emissions. Oh, come on, zero? By leveraging AI technology, services are autonomous, saving you time and effort. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide, wow. 170 kilometers long and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. What? Intelligent solutions create efficiency and year-round temperate microclimate with natural ventilation. Energy and water supplies are 100% renewable. The line is designed as a series of unique communities, offering a wealth of amenities, providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature with 40% of the world accessible within six hours at the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive like nothing on earth seen before. The Line, this is a the city that delivers video. new wonders for the world. things about this video one it's a dope video two it felt like a video game at first but then you know what it felt like you know how you're watching like a sci-fi movie like a sci-fi thriller and there's always like there's always a company that's bad and like the bad guys work for the company or that company is like trying to take over humanity you know what i mean like they're like oh uh, they call it like people corp here at people corp we believe people are the future that's why we're developing people made from the bones of goats and cyber genetics. And you're like, what? And then the good guys got to take over People Corp and beat the bad guys. 
That's kind of what that felt like. That hype video felt like a fake um, corporation in a sci-fi thriller. Oh, Dave, that's a good call. Total recall is kind of what it felt like. Right? Like, I mean, like, but they're dead ass serious. Here's an article. Uh, we'll find it better. The Dallas Maverick Fast Company. Um, I, oh, CNN, the line uh, designs unveiled for one building. So CNN had this. We'll just do this. Not my favorite news website. I don't put a lot of stock in CNN because super biased. Uh, but here it says future of fantasy designs unveiled for one building, uh, one building city stretching 106 miles in Saudi Arabia. They did say that like the crown prince. Oh, there it goes. Uh, part of the neon, the neon project, a grand, a grandiose scheme years from completion. The, the proposed futuristic city will be located in the northwest of the Gulf country near the Red Sea, according to an announcement by the kingdom's crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman. The line is proposed 200 meters wide and VB is like, fuck meters. Okay. Meters is so much easier, by the way. The metric system. There's only like four countries in the world that don't use it, by the way. And of course, we're one of them. Um, the line is proposed 200 meter wide building acting as a vertical city designed to sit 500 meters above sea level. It'll span 34 kilometers, 13 square miles, according to the press release. Pretty crazy. Uh, but they're dead ass serious about this. I, I, I mean, the question com- becomes, would you want to live in something like this? I mean, I know that we want to, you know, spread our wings. Would you? I don't know. VB USA US death. How many inches in a foot and pints in a quart? And I, and I know it would be easier if it was like one, 10, a hundred, a thousand, a million. I know that's easier, but you know, let's memorize 57,000 conversions for a fucking table because I can't cook without having to Google shit. Steven said I'd have no lawn. You know what, Steven, at this point, I don't give a fuck about this lawn. Man, the fireball's hitting. You guys, I fucking hate you, VB. Oh, my God. I got to go mode. I'm gonna be, my yard is going to look so fucked up. Uh, Mark said the Honus Wagner card sold for $7.25 million. They thought I was going to go for more, I thought. A big mirror called the line. Sounds like someone was doing a little coke. Amos sliding in with second best chat message of the day. Well done. Are we going to talk about the 81 men executed on that page? What? What are you you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, however, Saudi Arabia continues to be plagued by criticism over its human rights. In March, 81 men were executed in the biggest mass execution in decades. I had not heard about this. Saudi Arabia executes 81 men in one day, the biggest mass execution in decades, including seven Yemenis, one Syrian, for terrorism and other offenses, including holding, quote, deviant beliefs. Oh, Lord. That's not good. I'm moving to the line anytime soon. All right. I'm just drunk enough to go fuck this yard up. Thanks a lot, VB and Mark and 
Jared and Mimi and Potch and fucking Maddie and Cherry, Jim and everyone that contributed to the delinquency of a major. I feel like if we're going to call kids minors, we should be able to call ourselves majors. At this point, that's what I'm rolling with. I'm a major. Hey, man. Uh, thanks for a fun week. I, I promise you next week's show prep will be better. I promise. Yeah. Some weeks it's going to be weird. What can I say? Especially with this album coming up. And then beyond. Hey, man. Uh, thank you, guys. I love you. Again, spread the word. No show tomorrow. Uh, thank you, Alex. Uh, I just wanted to see Nip. Damn it, Mimi. I'll send you a picture next time. No, Potch, I swear to God, if you clipped my nipple, we talked about this. You guys cannot make clips of the nipples. I have to delete it. If that's a clip of my nipple, uh, it's going to be deleted, just so we're clear. You cannot do that. See you guys Monday. Have a great weekend. Uh, good golf, good tennis. Now I'm just stealing shit from other people. Uh, I don't know. Do what that says. Love each other. Actually, do me three favors until I see you guys again. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, so important, love each other. I'll see you guys Monday, where I don't know if I'll be divorced or not. Bye! Are we rating? Are we rating? Anybody on the Twitch Sports one time. I'm going to check the channel. Little Dallas said I miss Jen. Did she leave? <laughs> I miss Jen so much. Bye, Dimana. Uh, yeah, nobody's done. Still. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye. Eddie's making a YouTube video.